What's up? This is Mikey B from the 303. I'm here with my co-hosts, Eddie B and Steven, the Felix Olivas. Welcome to this episode of What the Fuck Do You Know? Where the host knows the most. How it works, each episode, a new host will bring their topic and discuss. The co-hosts have no clue what it is until the host drops it. Here comes the twist. The co-hosts cannot at any point use their cellular devices, internet, or any means of technology to look up the topic. They must use their brains and try to scramble as much knowledge together as they can. Do they have what it takes? This is an open discussion, and all ideas are welcome. I encourage all of us to chase this rabbit down the hole and see where we end up. Now, before I drop my topic, I want you and all of the listeners to know that all the data that I have gathered has been broadly interpreted (laughs) from reading web-related articles, not Wikipedia, watching documentaries and TV shows, all of which can be found online, particularly the History Channel, but for legalities, they did not sponsor any of this. Are you guys ready? Uh, it's, it's fucking aliens, <laughs> it bro. It's aliens. If it's not aliens, then I don't know what it could possibly be. All right. What do you guys know about cargo cults? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> what the hell is a cargo cult? You don't know what a cargo cult is? No, never heard of it. If I was to guess, it, it almost sounds like fucking... Trafficking of some kind. That's what I was gonna say. I was just like imagining, like. That is a good relation. Illegal Mexican aliens in a, the back of a truck, like in Men in Black. Is it shit. like the motherfucking like Men in Black when they're all back in that in that truck? I'm thinking the the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, dude, where they're just that warehouse is just packed full of things. That's what I think it is. Well, cargo cults is actually a cult that only wears cargo shorts. I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the meat of the subject at hand. <laughs> so cargo cults really impact isolated and pre-industrial island cultures that are and were lacking technology at that time. So the term cargo cult describes any new religious movement that owes its initial drive to the encounter between a tribal, often hunter-gatherer islander-type society and what has been deemed as Western civilization. Though it is most frequently used in the context of New Guinea and Melanesia. So what happened on these islands, and it's most common and most related to World War II. There's a big war, right. in case you guys didn't know that, right? I've already lost it, what you're trying to Right, so, so... So, here's... There's little islands of tribes. Where they worship the plane, like in... What was that movie called? You know what Lord, Is that Lord of the Flies? Oh, no, dude, not the quite. Fucking, Lord it was of the like Flies a Monty Python movie where they... Anaconda. And the Coke bottle. It was the Coke bottle that fell. Oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah, was that yeah, movie yeah, called? yeah. Here's the rabbit hole. Oh, you're on no, it. no, no, it's a... It's a oh, it was a Monty God. Python movie, right? No... I know what you're talking about. It was either the Coke bottle or the airplane. Can I phone a friend? Like, (laughs) my dad will know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, Exactly what I'm talking about. Let's go. What was that fucking movie? It wasn't planes, trains, and automobiles. No. Throw mama from the train? No. Not even close. Not one flew over the cuckoo's nest. It doesn't matter. I know exactly what you're talking about. We'll we'll figure it out. At the end of the show, we'll definitely figure it out. I got cool runnings on the brain. That's (laughs) not it, but like... It was like an Aborigine tribe that yeah, like found that, a Coke bottle or yeah, something. Yeah, is that Isn't like, that Life of Brian? No. No, man. 
It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. No, later. man. I, I, oh. <laughs> I know my dad will know. This is like one of my dad's favorite movies, and it's just the title's escaping me right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let him look it up in a second. You keep talking. All right, so here, just to kind of help give you guys the perspective, just imagine... Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Those kinds of cults that worship something you're, futuristic... But we're, it's like with way these isolated cultures that find an external thing, and they're like, "Holy shit, this came from the gods!" Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So okay. So I'm gonna tell you. There's there's a few big major instances out there, but the easiest one really to relate to is World War Two. There's a there's a big war going on. We've got Japanese and U.S. soldiers landing on these micro islands with these islanders and. As they're landing on these islands, yeah, indigenous people, as they're landing on these islands, right, these island dwellers, per se, are seeing these people arrive in this advanced technology they have no idea about. They've never been exposed to it. They don't know what it is. So planes are coming in, radios, large ships with tanks and jeeps and the weaponry and the foods and all the technology. So... What happens with what they're calling these cargoists or these cargo cults is that these people of these islands get immersed into this new technology and then they, they believe that these are the gods coming to them, bringing them their gifts. And so then they begin right. to idolize these beings and then they try to Basically replicate... becomes their... Their religion. It, it their becomes culture. their icons and uh, artifacts right. and stuff like that. And right. there's still tribes today that are out the out there that really um, will reenact a lot of those world events that they were exposed to at those times to really drive these beings, these deities or whatever you want to call them, to come back to them and start delivering those cargoes again start bringing them all these gifts you know what i wonder i wonder if people just fuck with these cultures and just like first of all a how do we know that that's what it is do we just like rediscover them but not rediscover them but like stumble upon the island and realize that they're worshiping a coke bottle and then like do people just fuck with them after that i wonder like no but it is is for lack of a better example, when the Chiefs lost the, lost the Super Bowl this year to the Bucks, those T-shirts that go to underprivileged ca- yeah. countries—they don't know any better. They think that's the Super Bowl champs. Right? Is that a part of a cargo cult? No, it's not really part of a cargo cult because if they, you know, in some of those places, those regions, those things that do get delivered, like they, shirts exist. They know. exist. Yeah. Um, but what about like the screen printing on it versus like being handmade by grandma? Well, I think too, they have clothing of their own type and you know, each culture is going to have their own clothing um, lines per se. But imagine if, just put yourself in their shoes, you literally live on an island, you live off the island, the island is your life, you only know what is on the island, there is no technology. Right. And Eddie over here shows up with a laptop showing you TikTok videos and yeah. everything that you see there you think is actual and real is and of fact the future? and is of the future. But even though, as you were saying, are they messing with them? Well, yeah, I mean, of, of course they're messing with them. I mean, they're 
they're taking him on this roller coaster of emotions and beliefs and they get him to the peak of it and then right when they drop they're pulling all of their technology out and leaving these islands because a the war's over which is great for the world right but again these islands are just left in just complete disarray so in their minds as primitive as they are a lot of these cargo cults still today will actually build boats and they will build planes and they will build tanks and they will reenact the war and catch these things on fire because they really want to drive oh, it's like an event. Oh, yeah. drive that so, yeah. great being to come to back. back. So they're replicating what happened the first time that they're retracing their footsteps in, in essence. Because they That's want weird. to move even further with themselves. With well, what's that movie called, man? I don't know, dude. We'll figure it out. All right, so here's my question. Yeah. Well, it's not more of a question, but it's like a, an example. Well, I guess it is kind of a question. So when uh, Cortez, right, went to like Montezuma or whatever it is, um, Tenochtitlan, right? Tenochtitlan. Did it, and like they treated him pretty well, like, and then he obviously took over their entire place, but. You know, they had these ships that they were like, what the fuck is going on? And they had, like, all sorts of shit. Is that considered... Because when... uh, I think it was Cortez or someone else that Montezuma was, like... Believed he was, like, a god, almost. Like, because that's, like, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The white skin, man, he was a a deity. Yeah. Is that that considered a type of cargo cult? Or is that... Because they Different. have I mean, it's obviously not like a tangible item, but it's like and an external or a more advanced, more Cor- advanced civilization where you were like right. But Cortez and and or his men never left. So the ever since the day of Cortez arriving, there right. was always white men on on this land. Now the white men never left, so they're not having to reenact whatever they they did the day before. The white man showed up. Well, so I, just, I feel like yeah. that's like... Not a cargo cult. Not quite. Had they left and... You know, like I was saying, they're yeah. reenacting these events. Right. Then, yeah. They are. And you, I mean, I'd actually first stumbled upon this many years ago when I was watching Ancient Aliens and... They started talking about it. And the funny thing is, um, some of the folks on the show really... They, they touch based on, yeah, cargo cults can be any type of civilization. I mean, again, uh, you know, it, it's a broad spectrum. So, again, when the white man showed up to America and the indigenous people saw them, they started to adapt their, I mean, it was forced too, but they started to adapt their lifestyle. They wore their clothes. They did those things. But, again, you know, that's kind they of assimilated. a... They assimilated. They assimilated, and that's like the start of it again. But, no, the real reason, the difference between that type and an actual true cargo cult is that the, the white man stayed in America while the Japanese soldiers and the Western soldiers left these islands and they just have never right. been back. They mm. just completely cut ties and went home. So again, that's why that's the bit of the difference between having that very similar style cargo cult mentality to that actual, this is our lifestyle. We reenact all the issues that brought them here because we want them to come back and... Basically, they, in a way, want to go with them yeah. to wherever they're headed next. And so um, a lot of these uh, you know, tribes that still do this, it, it's, literally you can watch it on the TV and see it, that they just really 
They even make clothes out of like uh, tree palms and all of these leaves to make it, it look like military. Gear. Advances their technology because they see what is what can happen. Yeah. So they try to replicate it. Yes, they it basically on... advance their own technology in the blink of an eye. Are we about to it go is... down like a super deep rabbit hole with what you're talking about? Yeah, here? Because, because I have an idea where you might be going. But before we get there, I have a couple other questions. No, it's fine. Hit me with the questions, but yeah, I'm definitely going to take you down a rabbit hole and I'm going to hit you with a few things that... So we're about to do some reverse engineering on... Reverse, yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to... Re- we got to dissect it. I know where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's my question. Before we get into the, the rest of the meat of what you're talking about here. Um, first of all, A, currently in the year 2021, Yeah. Uh, how many... I wonder, it's not like you might not know this, but how many of these cargo cults actually still exist from one? And I guess a build upon that question is like, how many more islands are still like almost in this uh, indigenous or archaic state? Like, I know there's that one island that you can't even fuck with because they'll like straight kill you. They'll shoot down your helicopter yeah. with arrows, oh, and, arrows and shit. Yeah. Which is... Well, I, I, like, I, I used to remember the name of that tribe. Whatever we called them, obviously they they yeah. call themselves something else because we've never contacted. Well, I had seen that. Have you seen the photo like of the yeah. the dude's last photo and it's them like about to throw spears at him and shit. So I mean, obviously they're not. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, they're obviously not a cargo cult because no one's been there. But I, I'm just curious at how many actually exist in the current state in that we're aware of. That we're aware of. That we're aware of. So yeah, how many idea. islands have people that like well, are just not. I mean, when shit like, falls from space or returns from space and it lands in the middle of the Pacific, and washes who's up the to shore? say that yeah. it doesn't land on one of these islands that has indigenous people that we've never seen? But how many of those islands actually exist that are people that are that, like, indigenous remote, and remote. remote? Yeah. So I did do some research on that, and that was actually going to be my next question that I was going to ask you was... Do you think cargo cults are still active? And I kind of gave that away at the beginning when I started talking about it. I did find eight that are still active today. Now, they do bounce between the islands of Vanuatu, Tana, and Madong region so of the Manus Islands and Papua New Guinea. So they're... Pacific. The those, Southeast Pacific. Yeah, those yeah. very remote islands. But yes, there's... For instance, there's the John Frum cult, the Tom Navy cult, the Prince Philip movement, which is involved with uh, Queen Elizabeth II. We got the Turanga movement, Yali's oh, wait, cargo can we, movement. Can you tell us what their fucking cargo is? Like, the Queen Elizabeth, is it a coin? Like, what? It, what is... So, you, no, their cargo is basically just the technology they had. So, for instance, like, if we're doing the Prince Philip movement, uh-huh. it was, as you said earlier, these large moving vessels that cruise across the water majestically like a magic ship. When Prince, Prince Philip went to like Antarctica and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that in The Crown. If you haven't watched it, it's great. In the what? The, the Crown? Crown? Yeah. On, is that on Netflix? It's a good show. And yeah. so each one of these is basically, they're all pretty similar to the same, but it's all just based around the advanced technology that they had for a brief moment that was rudely ripped out of their hands. And Dude, I have so many questions. This is a great topic. Fuck! Are we not allowed to, like, intervene with these people? Like, is this a UN? Like, the UN's right. like, you yeah. can't go there. Yeah. Are, they, is it, are they a protected people? It's like fucking Star Trek where you can't No, so here's the cool people, part you is know? Yeah. you can visit, yes. The Prime Directive. 
you can visit all yeah. of these places and not more anywhere online that I read that you could not visit these islands. Most of these islands you have to do, you either get to buy a helicopter or buy a boat. Right. I mean, they're, yeah. But again, you, yeah, you can. But one thing that I did read along the way in finding out where, how many of these tribes are actually still there, um, they are a very aggressive yeah. people. White men. That's yeah. what we were talking about just a second ago. Very the, aggressive. They, so when they you see you, you're almost getting bomb rushed by all these people because they want to see you, touch you, because you to them are very much like even the Pope walking through Rome, you know, you're Wait, so a high level. They're not like... Even if they take your body dead, they're going to get you. You're going to try to capture you, or worst case scenario, they're going to kill you so that they can... It's like fucking, and, you, you know, know what it's like. You. Right, yeah. So it's, you know, obviously travel wisely. It's like Captain Jack Sparrow. Pirates 2. What was that one called? Yeah, where you sit on top First, of the hill. Yeah, on the Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. Dead Man's Chest. That's pretty wild. So, okay. Now, I think I know where this is going. Um, because I think everything we just talked about was a precursor to what Mike is... That's the fucking... That's the intro paragraph in what Mike is really going to tell that's, us about. Because I, I think we're about to go into some crazy shit about like that's how... That's the pre-thesis. Yeah, that's the forward. That, that was the That's question. the forward. That was the question that was to the figure question. out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, yeah it I think, say because he's got three, four different topics. Because <laughs> Depending think, on uh, how much we know, he's lying to our asses up like this. I think Mike's going to start telling us about how nuclear weapons are... Nah, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it, but... I just, I just want you guys, there were some things that did have my gears running in circles when I was looking this up. And this is definitely where I found myself hooking a left on 2-1 and Lewis and running down this rabbit hole um, backwards because it was just that much fun. And, I, and my biggest thing is I, I, like I stopped and I just looked at all this information. I looked at all these things and the biggest thing that stood out to me was that if modern technology of that era, what as we have discussed... So we're talking the World War II time frame, like right? A, so we're okay, taking World War II yeah. time frame technology, right. we'll call that modern of the time, was taken to these islands and it just completely just, you know... Changed their world. Changed their world. Because yeah. they were still um, making obsidian spears and all of a sudden they got a radio that could communicate with... Yeah, that makes static and you pick nobody, up all these yeah. fucking... Yeah. Well, here's where my rabbit hole... <laughs> stops is if there were such great impacts on all of these cultures just imagine taking us back i don't know we'll say if we end up finding or have found alien artifacts roswell or maybe not even aliens but maybe are we a cargo cult to Aliens? That's where I. That's where I thought Mike was. And that was go. my question: was what couldn't what cultural significance did aliens have to early humans? Wait, we all so know. Basically, okay. oh, so aliens. you're thinking about stuff like way back in the day, like what okay. spearheaded exactly? Okay, so I was what spearheaded our civilization? Because you got to think about. Yeah, this. I mean, we could go either way. Like, if you take the time to look at a lot of Egyptian history and you look at their hieroglyphics, they always depict beings coming from above. Right. Right. Okay. If you look into Hindu culture, they depict beings coming from above. If you look at Mayan and Aztec culture, 
they depict beings coming well, from above. It's, but here's to be fair, Christianity thing. is the same way too, though. It is all the same way. But again, now that we have all of these countless cultures way back when throughout the world, but yet they have such similar stories right. and such similar imagery. And not only th- that, but the temples around the world in the, the exact line. Yep. And it all lines up with star constellations and all of that as well. So my thought so is... So you're saying astrology is real. I'm no. saying what if everybody <laughs> on the planet at that time that they did see that advanced technology did become a cargo cult and we did grow past that to become what we are today an even bigger cargo cult so is that like where you're leading to or do you have like is that an overall question that you have or is this stuff that that was a question to you guys and some thought for you to think on i don't know man i I think we're an ever-evolving species of cargo cults You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of skeptical on that kind of stuff. And the only reason why is... I mean, like, like if it ha- Well, fuck, I don't like, know. Like, here, take the Egyptians. Let's just, for the example of the Egyptians, they see something. There's a wormhole. There's a random wormhole that you can see through. And in the alien planet, there are pyramid-type houses. And then it closes. The wormhole closes. And all of a sudden, they want to build... Pyramids, but they didn't know what was inside, so they started putting their dead there, right? Sure. And so, from there, we've ever forever been chasing the next thing. And as we get faster, present day humans get faster, we can catch or gather better things. For example, if there's a ship or a large piece of a ship or even an alien in Area 51... Because we got faster from learning from the Egyptians, we got faster and we're able to catch We're on an exponential growth of being able to learn. Evidence and data, data. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, just landing on freaking Mars. That's dope. I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, I I don't want to say I'm skeptical because like I'm pretty open to anything, but my biggest thing is, I mean, why would it have happened... Like, is this a one-time occurrence that just, like, some crazy shit happened one time and then everybody's well, here, been telling stories afterwards? Or is it, like, no, a recurring thing? trying to catch the next thing. This is where I wanted you to think about it because my next thing is a thought. What if Earth was like those Pacific Islands and there was an intergalactic war and we were the islands where they could set up shop for a while, refuel pick up supplies, and then take off and go back to wherever they needed to. And because they had so many vessels, they landed on different parts of the earth, and then those cultures of those areas... I mean, that could make sense, and it does make sense, but, like, I mean, my question is, so Earth is relatively, I mean, in the grand scheme of the universe, like, Earth is young, right? And humanity is, like, super-duper young. Yeah, it appears that like a, if if the history of the world, four point one billion years or whatever they're, yeah. they calculated, was a twenty four hour clock, we would not show up until like the humans last would not show up until like the last or four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, my question is, if there was one big event, the Big Bang. If we are one of those islands, right, and there's something going on that we haven't seen. 
well, I guess, first of all, A, why can't we see it now with the technology that we have? Or B, if it just was a passing by thing, I mean... And we're constantly what, trying to recreate what's what the we've seen. Like, what's the, what's the cargo for us? Like, what's the cargo for the us? The technology was their cargo. So, again, yeah, Stephen what? made a point. Looking through the wormhole, we have these massive pyramids. But not only do we have pyramids in Egypt, we have pyramids in yeah, other countries. Yeah, but I mean, countries. that's a basic building structure. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. A pyramid, yeah. How's a pyramid a basic building structure? Because it's got the most amount of Well, base. yeah, when you it's build, got the like, highest I mean, TPs Again, but how do, how do they build it with the technology they have? Then? A triangular prism. So, certain things, right, like, I, I mean, because... Prism, that, pyramid, it's like... You have a good that, point. Is that the same word there? I, I know what your point is, is where, like, because at least with the, the pyramids in but we're Egypt... we're trying to build those again. Because we can't, well, just even with the technology it's have, a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. Even with the advanced... Massive tools we have to move those stones. But didn't it take them? Man, I don't know. I've it would take us. Have you ever been to the Luxor? (laughs) Yeah, man. It's the same (laughs) shit. But again, it's not same size. Yeah, but the real period. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, but the the one of those blocks is like a quarter of that whole thing, though. No. Yeah, dude. Those blocks are like they weigh like so much. No. On the yeah, dude. If we looked up the the estimated weight of the Great Pyramid of Giza, and we looked up the estimated weight of the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas, the Pyramid of Nevada. Giza outweighs it by at least four so times. the average by four times at least the average no. the average weight of one pyramid block is two point three metric tons. So that's okay. That's like six thousand pounds. pounds, right? Yeah. So what's again, a metric ton? In, in, if we in compare American Luxor pounds. to the Great Pyramid, height, weight. The Luxor is pretty cool, though. It looks dope. It is pretty dope. But it's glass. Like most of it's glass and steel. You think steel, steel. does not weigh as much as fucking? No, God no. As rock, as fucking. Well, does it? Does what steel is? Steel? What is? I don't think steel weighs as much as that. As just straight fucking... It's not granite. stone. Yeah, what's the estimated weight of the Luxor Hotel and, and Casino? Hold that up. Bet. The gods must be crazy. That's the way! <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, so the Luxor is 350 feet. The Great okay. Pyramid is 481 feet. Okay. Luxor is smaller than the Great Pyramid of Giza. Yep. Okay. It- By how much... So 350... Can you get the volume of the Great Pyramid of Giza and the volume of the Luxor? The volume of the Luxor is hollow on the inside. The pyramid's not... It would still be the same amount of volume because of the outside shape, regardless of what the actual density is. Because the Great Pyramid of Giza is more dense because it has more material, less hollow space. But it's the same volume no matter what. It's... Yeah, but... That's not true, though, Base times... Base times height divided by two is the area of a triangle. Right. That's area. That's and then you volume. multiply that by the height. Base times height times... Base times width times height. Yeah, then that's how you get volume. Base times width times height. Because it's three-dimensional. Area is two-dimensional. And volume is three-dimensional. It's the same volume no matter what, based on the outside measurements. So then why would you... But then just by that default... The pyramid's volume is more. 
Yeah, because it's the, bigger. The Great Pyramid. Yes. Right. Because it's it's bigger. But if you take the volume the the volume of the Luxor divided by the volume of the Great Pyramid of Giza, you get the percentage of difference. But you forgot to sub- divide that by the volume of the Luxor. That's what didn't I say that? Two minus so, one divided by two. So why would you add that if it's two minus one? That's it's how you figure out the difference is you take the second number minus the first number divided by the second number or vice versa. It doesn't matter. I oh, mean, it I does matter. Saying. But yeah, that's how you figure out the yeah, percentage so you, difference. So you can get the percentage of volume that's different and then estimate the the weight of the Luxor versus the Great this, Pyramid. This isn't where Mike was going with this. I, I just, I mean, what I, what I was saying about four minutes ago was that the, the pyramid structure is like a pretty basic structure. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, little kids could build it because you know, if you have Legos, you can only fit a certain amount of Legos on top of another, right? I mean, obviously, you can build In the a block, but like the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, from a structural thing, I feel like that's pretty basic, but from a great pyramids, these fucking blocks weigh two tons each. How the fuck did they get it to the very top? Yeah. That's what I don't get. Yeah, okay. And and I know that, like, archaeologists have maybe come up with theories, but, like, almost every decade I feel like that theory changes. So to Mike's point, how the fuck did it get there? And then... But but I I don't know... Why are we replicating it? Because we can replicate it in our current technology. Well, we did with the Luxor, right? Yeah, why is it not something we're aiming to build continuously? I, I feel like it's a waste of material once you get to the top. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But if you've learned it, then it's not like... I mean, no matter if you learned it from aliens or not, it doesn't... That's kind of a moot point because it's like, who cares if we're doing it or not? The cargo cult cares if we're doing it or not. The cargo cult of the world learned from it and started to build bigger and better things based off what they've already built. Right. right. Which is what Mike said earlier. So we saw through the wormhole into the alien planet. Where they came here, right? They showed us pictures. But Okay, so wormhole idea aside, each one of the pyramids have air shafts that point directly and line up with stars at a certain time of the year. So, again, looking through a wormhole is kind of like looking at a snapshot picture. It's like that. It's like that. A Polaroid, but then being able to build this vast thing and, A, not having any major power tools or anything like that or laser levels, we're able to make this this pencil-sized air shaft in diameter all the way through approximately 200 you know, feet of rock and it's it can point directly drill. at a star. Okay. And each one of the pyramids can do that. The great drill of Giza. I'm the devil, I'm like the devil's advocate guy today though. And the only reason why is because like, I mean, you're right and I see what you're saying. But I mean, math has been around for forever. Like, couldn't you just... Since at least the days of Pythagoras. Right. (laughs) At least his theorem. So I mean, but but yeah, you're right because then yeah. So I I just kind of negated my point because I was gonna say, couldn't you just you'd be able to measure like the distance, like what star this is, and then you could make that shaft just by like 
basic math. But then, yeah, but then also back in the day, math, what if somebody misses up and puts a three revolved around the Earth? Right, and that's where I was going. Is that they didn't know at that time how they could actually calculate the like the Earth's rotation and the distance of the actual star. So, I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's it's tricky, but. My point is math has been around forever, so if you really wanted to figure out how to do it, you could. But that is weird because there wasn't like – I mean they didn't have any way to measure the star. I mean back in those days, they th- they didn't even know what space was. There was no such thing. Everything was just Earth. Right. And right. to them, it wasn't even that. They just knew that it rotated. So I just thought they were big balls of gas burning in the heavens. A movie. Blanking, of course. Yeah, there you go, buddy. There you go. So that's all right. All right. Pyramids aside. Pyramids aside. Okay, but that, that is a good one, though. Right, like so I get okay, that right. Mayan temple with the snake, and then on the first day of spring, the snake as the sun rises, the snake crawls down the steps. Yeah, because of the way the sun hits it. Right. Okay, so here's another couple things. I mean, just think about it. You don't know that? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's a Mayan pyramid. But it's actually like more, more pronounced steps than the pyramids of yeah, Giza. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's a snake that ro- that rides basically down, decoratively, besides the stairs where the where. I got you. Seemingly giants walked up because those are massive steps. On a certain day of the year, the first day of spring or whatever it is, the first day of harvest. As the sun rises, the shadow it just has a, follows just a the right snake straight dark. down the, the stairs. That's, okay. I, I want to hear Mike's other examples, though. I mean, here's a simple one. Let me just look at it. Uh, when you step in and look at it, um, what about Stonehenge? Right, Stonehenge is in the line of those, of the uh, Aztec, Mayan, uh, Egyptian... Easter so Island the theme is it like, Easter Island in the line with it? Yeah, so you got basically some of those big. I can't even pronounce it. Excuse me, if it gets wrong, but it's Sacsayhuaman. Yeah, outside of the Incan capital of Cusco, there's mm-hmm. the. You got the Nazca lines, which those run across the Peruvian Dude, yes! desert. Dude, yes, those Nazca lines. And then we're talking Egyptian pyramids, the Stonehenge, uh, Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. another one. That's you know, are you talking that. about the Easter Island and getting into that? Yeah, I mean, you know those, those Easter Islands or some of those things. Are full too. bodies? Yes. And they go like forty to sixty feet. But down that's another like reason that. too. Like, Did what's you know the point? Approximately nine hundred of those scattered. On Easter Island? Yeah. That's a lot. That. That's nuts. But th- to that point, though, okay, Easter Island's a perfect example. Um, Why did we model them like that? Th- that could be a perfect example of a fucking cargo cult, right? Maybe not like a tangible item, like a cargo, piece of cargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like... Well, at w- what we saw, the creatures, We saw fucking these giants. The beings. Yeah. Yeah. But why the fuck did they build them halfway under the ground? Or a quarter? So I did a little research on that. Would you like me to share that with you? See, Mike already knows. So yes. the so they say the reasons for the carvings in the Moi are mysterious, although they are sculpted for religious and ritual reasons. Um, so the stone carving of the Rapa Nui, by a leading theory, suggests that their civilization succumbed to an environmental disaster of their own making, 
And things were slightly buried. Like a landslide or like a volcano or, or something? Imagine a massive nuclear eruption and how much dirt that's going to push. But there's no radiation there. But again, what if it wasn't a nuclear warhead or some type of advanced technology that created this uh, a fucking Like a seismic fucking <laughs> boom. Or just like a seismic solar flares create a seismic eruption I think they call those volcanoes <laughs> earthquakes no like a seismic weapon that causes earthquakes what if a meteor uh, and they were trying to dinosaurs harvest, trying to harvest meteors for their minerals because that's another thing that I was reading but that's why a any... lot of these religions like gold because if you watch that some of these asteroids and these meteors that hit the earth have the gold in them and when they embed themselves into the earth gold is deposited i've never heard that never there's not gold in asteroids and meteorites you don't think Why so? wouldn't there be of course there is gold's not a rare earth metal That kind of counteracts what I was saying. <laughs> a rare earth metal generally means that it came from... So the space. reported gold content of meteorites range from 0.003 to 8.74 parts per million. So a lot or a little. Mm. Wait, what was the first number? 0.003 or 8.74 parts per million. Okay. So what is that as a percentage? Parts per million, 8.87 parts per, per million. So you move the decimal, so that's... Nine places? No. A whole lot. Six places? You move the decimal six places to the left? And that's the fucking percentage? Yeah, but it's still, it, it still comes from... You could still come from... Who? How? <laughs> There's you know, no what? way. It fucking hit the earth, and there happened to be metal flecks in that space of earth. And that's where you got the... <laughs> Point zero 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 eight percent. Point zero 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 eight percent. Could still and be a lot. If it was a big meteor, right? Just saying. The fucking moon was a meteorite once upon a time. It was a planet that if, crashed into Earth. If the meteorite was one quadrillion tons. <laughs> <laughs> it would still only be like two pounds of metal yeah of gold <laughs> yes hey man that's a quick couple thousand bucks <laughs> okay so right like that's what I mean it's like <laughs> that shit hits the earth and it the shit that it hits yeah. into is has the gold there's no gold in outer space that's my that's is that that's my question to you <laughs> there is gold in space. All right. So how? Well, wait, wait a second. Okay. No. Wait. Okay. Wait. Really, really quick. Yeah. Go for it. The dude. same no, way that gold no. is in outer space is the exact same way that. Shut up! You're riding my brain right now. Yeah. Is the I mean, same way that hydrogen and helium and yes, carbon. Same, buddy. Yes. 100%. All the way Did you know I'm about to really blow your mind? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Before you ask your question. I'm not going to ask your question. I'm going to blow your brain out. Is there any element we have owned? How many of the periodic table of elements? All of the have, random ones, like plutonium and all that? Right. 
How many of those naturally occur in? Oh, naturally occur? I don't know. That we've found in In space, space. on other planets. I don't think in stars, black holes. Like obviously, there's an infinite number of realities. So they could it could exist. It, it there's no chance that it doesn't exist because there's an infinite number of realities. Go ahead, blow my mind. See that, like, see that a, rabbit hole that you first. guys just fucking book down? <laughs> no, I was just gonna I mean, say that um, you know, science has found a whole planet that's made of like just diamonds. It's it oh, rains yeah. diamonds. It rains diamonds. Yeah. That's dope. Anyway the air pressure in that atmosphere is so it is pressing down so hard that it just crystallizes that, it carbon, it, it that carbon diamonds, creates yeah. diamonds and it falls out of the sky instead of falling water just imagine H2O. to get a net in there just swoop out a cloud but you wouldn't i mean if you can get there diamonds would mean nothing in a there. cloud would be nothing but carbon all right but you know just the pressure of it collapsing on it you know? oh yeah, like yeah you have to get that close to that you might not survive or compressed air could you imagine trying to compress oh, is there that? an example mike yo what's that of something in more modern time so in more modern is kind of a broad term but like where it could be a cargo coat and and, and the thing that comes to my mind is the uh I forget what it's called, but the anti-antikytherium gear shift theme, anti-antikytherium. It's like a, it's like this clockwork thing that they found. Oh, in the ocean. And they X-rayed yeah. it. Yeah, the ocean thing that they X-rayed, and it's like fucking crazy cogs and gears and all sorts of weird it, fucking shit. So based off what I remember, if this is right, it chases the constellations. Is that what it is? And one side's like a calendar clock. And then it goes through, and then as all those gears are moving, it just... And Kylo Theorem or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what... I but is that, that, like, an example? Because, like, they it was they found it on a fucking, like, a ship where the machinery and the, the mechanisms inside of it was, like, out of Thousands place of for that time. Yeah, it was really out of place for this Is time. that, like, an example of this, or is that just... No, that's just things getting left behind, you know? If there, or, what or, if there was a war up there and some things did scatter to the earth, and that was one of those things that scattered the earth, you know? Or the Baghdad battery. The Baghdad battery is another You heard example. about that Baghdad battery? Yeah, is, the, is that the honey one? It's where... It's the orange it's, juice. It's, like juice. In a, it's in, like, a pot, and it's like a... Yeah. Well, I don't know about honey or orange juice, but it's like a fucking... It's like a fucking battery that they had in like a clay pot. Right. Yeah. 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 And the but like before, the... like way before fucking yeah electricity yeah. was a thing, like a long ass time. I mean, but that could be a tangible item. The thing. Well, you that's know, what I'm saying. Easter is Island or the pyramids are. Oh, th- that's what your overall question was. Yeah. Is there an example of a tangible item versus? A visual story that was passed. Yeah, like or... Like the Easter Island. Like, why are we modeling these bodies? Yeah, exactly. Like that. Or even in more recent times, like... And I'm not saying this is anything like that, but... You know, the microchip. Like, how it could run computers and electronics. And, I mean, there was like a boom post-World War Two of shit that just fucking... Technology has been on an exponential growth since then. Right? right. Like an insane exponential growth because if you think of the 300 years before like world war ii right things were relatively the same i mean we had the industrial revolution which was 
pretty significant, but you know, everything pre-1800 from like 1400 to 1800, I mean, it wasn't like that huge of a technological advancement. Right, right, right. I mean, it was in like science and astrology, astronomy, and you know, not astrology because that's bullshit, but astronomy. Like, obviously, you know, we learned that Earth revolves around the sun. But, but take the internet as an example of that. Right, exactly. As soon as we discovered and harnessed the power of the internet, our, the next level of advancement in technology right. skyrocketed. And when we find the next thing that's better than the internet, which pow, brings me back to the point of, like, the microchip or something along those lines. Is that something that maybe... We're modeling was a cargo after. that we fucking found, right. and we just like a regular battery because it's yeah. built exactly the same as the Baghdad battery. Right, exactly. So You're my right question was: Was there something in all the research that you did? Is there something that's like maybe was out of place, but we discovered or we invented this that just so happened to exponentially increase our technological yes, or blah, that's blah, blah. what I was trying to say at the beginning no it, there is I mean there's really nothing though that breaks it down and says yes this is specifically yeah true. but it's again, not yeah exactly no, yeah if you just look at the, the the hierarchy of just technological advances and how vast or how large those skips are in between it it seems like there's something that should be in between but isn't right. there the dark ages they didn't do shit for like 300 years. <laughs> right. That's why they were the Dark Ages, right? Right. Until like somebody brought a candle inside the home or something. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, whoa. Well, and that's and now even we can another work thing. At night. Like, like, <clears throat> I mean, this is a good question because like, good topic, <clears throat> I should say. Because, you know, I've gone to school to school for probably way longer than I should have. By how long I've been in school, I should have like three degrees now. <laughs> and I don't have any. <laughs> Lots of people go to school for eight years. But... Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> but, you know, some of the classes that I've taken are just dope, which this is going to be something that's I, that I have to talk about because, like, I come a lot of biological background, and it's... You'll see how this kind of ties in in a second. But... You know, a lot of the, the schooling that I've done is like uh, biology, evolutionary biology, and cultural anthropology, right? And in cultural anthropology, like, you learn a, a lot about this stuff, but, you know, I'm just like, how much of an external influence did humans have to actually to progress on. down this? So, for instance, like... Fire. I mean, yeah, fire's been around for forever, right? Like, but who was the been... first person to bring it into the cave or into the home? Or, or how did he just think fucking clacking rocks together would create it? Or that's not how fire wood. was created, my guy. Or an lightning or... strike, man, right? That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, something again. Yeah, like, but somebody figured out like exactly that's other it, methods. So. Yeah, who was the first person to strike flint against you know? Or right, or scratch doing this with a fucking stick fast enough, you, you know, like... Right. Again, now, I know that humans' brain volume metrics are, like, fucking bigger than any other animal in the animal kingdom, right? And yeah. that's, like, how any we're able to learn... other creature that we know. Right, that we know exists in the fucking... Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is why that we can learn these kind of things, but... Like... 
that had to come where's from the somewhere. Inf- yeah, where's the influence? I mean, does someone just wake up and all of a sudden think like... Right, because can I I guess that? so, because it happens all the time today. But we can build I have upon... that power? That's all I want. Yeah. That's my superpower, is being able to wake up one morning, every morning, and invent something new that day. So I kind of... Like right, Elon Musk. I was um, making like a point, but it kind of didn't oh, right, make sense. Right. No, you're right. What so I'm saying is you're building it. upon everything that you've seen come before. Right, you. dreams. But here, but right, what so are the things cannot... that created it before you fucking just made it up? Like, people just don't make things up. All right, here's a prime example. Taking it back. All right, I'm a, I'm a caveman standing in a field. Right. Cloudy night, it's raining, lightning strikes. Cultural anthropology. Like Cultural anthropology. Hits a bush, catches on fire. I see this bush here, and I see that bush over there. That bush got hit by a beam of light, beam of light from the gods, lightning strike. Did and someone this just bush farm on fire. fire? So I take this bush, and I go to it, and I realize, ooh, how hot to burn. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. caveman type right. stereotype. And he maybe, again... It's like the crudes. In a sense, yeah. He ended up taking it and realizing that if I harness this... I can, I can use it. this. But it's going out because it's raining. So, so he has, has to, to like think it's hungry it. and he keeps feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. And all of a sudden he realizes that I now have a bonfire like Tom Hanks and Outcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You got this bonfire type moment where, again, maybe there is a clan and say, there's three of us, there's three cavemen. I bring the fire over. You see it. You learn from that. You take your stick, you catch your club on fire. This guy is over here realizing he's hitting sticks together and he's creating the same almost visual effect right. by hitting these and then rocks on, together. And by accident, I spark up a and piece of grass. And by accident, okay, so, yeah. he harnesses it. And then that, you now have a technological you, advance from a lightning from strike ma- to nature, Right, from nature happening, just random occurrence, okay. that you were to harness fire from nature. And then all of a sudden, I'm clacking rocks together and I'm like, I can do this on command. I don't have to wait for lightning. Okay. I can do this on command. So it's not... So obviously that... <clears throat> who's to say that... I think you missed the point that I was trying to say. Maybe, I mean... No, who's to say that we... That an extraterrestrial being, God, aliens, whatever, didn't send that beam of lightning down and that's the artifact. Or that's a space laser going... Well, that's part of the reason. Uh, well, I mean, that's what you were scientifically asking. prove why lightning exists. But no, what I mean is like, or you people who can just also like decide scientifically prove that aliens must be. Yeah, out so you apply oh, aliens a hundred percent are out there. You apply 100%. that basic scenario that I just built, and you can apply that to today. But obviously, things have advanced so dramatically. Well, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Like, how is fire creating fire and in weapons? It put it progresses in a natural it's a like it makes sense when you look at it. Down right? a hill and as it rolls, it gains more knowledge. Ah, a little yeah, chunk of that snowball falls off and creates a new snowball. Okay, so then does essentially but, just technological advancement altogether as a whole across humanity is just one culture becoming a cargo culture of another culture? Exactly. Without yes. any extraterrestrial, yes. no space, no even the if it's whole nothing. That's why universal world. patents exist. <laughs> I mean, again, each culture now we're, so we're advanced learning. to where we are today. Learns from this culture, learns from this culture, and then we're trying we're to just, outdo what this culture is doing. So we got to advance space our technology, race, my guy. and it's the 
it's the cargo, which is the knowledge that we now have is our cargo, and we are trying to out-cargo our competitors or our nations that we don't want to contend with. The space race of the 1960s, yep. just constantly trying to outdo each other. Which the is dope. Manhattan Project, nuclear, you know, the Cold War, just trying to outdo each other. Yeah, so, I mean, but that's, I guess that doesn't quite, that, like, meet the definition of cargo cult, but, I mean, it does, because you, you're taking one thing from another culture, and you're using it and building upon it and creating something better. So I guess it does make sense, but, man, my question is, like, there are certain things I feel like... Had to have come from something Just, else. like, are just, like, how did this person think of this? The microchip, or just, uh... Or the, or the internet, which I guess came out of... The internet's been around since, like, the 60s. It was, like, a government thing. But, like... In case you didn't know. Yeah. But, I mean, like, fucking electricity? Like, you, you just... Fucking saw a lightning strike a key, and then that was it? You know? Like... It was harnessing washing the energy transfer one from one thing to the other is what gives that so if I can take this energy but I can put it over there I need to get it there so one now I'm pushing that energy through a power one line one of Stephen's favorite hero adventures of all time was Tesla Nikola Nikola Tesla Tesla <clears throat> but he got shafted because Edison took all Edison took his, it all yeah. there it is someone stole his cargo man started I mean, their own yeah. cargo cult that's See? why universal patents exist because if you didn't have a patent, everybody would just knock you off. Instead, we're evolving. My toothpick was patented, so now we have the flossing pick because Russia wanted to invent a better toothpick than my wood toothpick. But because I had the universal patent but on the wood not, toothpick, they a, couldn't recreate exactly that. They had to build on that. Is that a... And then they soaked them in cinnamon. They, they got flossed. <laughs> right. Is that a fucking... My toe's cold to keep... Is that a cargo cult, though? Or is that just So here's, it's, it's a like... cult-like mentality, and really, what, what is a cult? There will be initial invention. You make it what you want, right? A cults can be anything and everything they want to be. Well, it's all based off their creator. And then again, it's too, you know? I mean, religions are the same way. Like, you have this religion over here, but you have this religion over here. And it all, to me, seems like it is a race for space because everything is all about having the same thing but making it something different you know yeah. now we're going down another rabbit hole so really again what the cargo is was the technology that was advanced at that time for that culture and so our cultures again we'll take japan as an example we're always competing them for with them for technology because that is the next race so it's almost yeah like... but what about bezos and musk what is it? Blue Origin and SpaceX? SpaceX is leaps and bounds ahead, I feel like. What about Branson? Isn't he still doing Virgin to do the same thing? Virgin Galactic's been a thing since, like, fucking it's been a, yeah. Yeah. So, again, it's just... I think it's... Oh, the want. I think the thing is, like, take all that out of there. I think the biggest thing for these cultures is they always want more. And as us as humans, that's all we want is greed. We want more. The next. So it's a cyclical thing where, I mean, just progression as a whole, as a culture, as a species, is you, we're essentially we're just 
cargo culting ourselves, basically. And we just want to grow. We want more. We yes. see, you know, we see yes. fucking Apple comes out with this dope-ass new fucking iPhone, or the iPhone. Which came first, the Android or the iPhone? It doesn't matter. Um, but well, BlackBerry was before him. Yeah, exactly. So BlackBerry Storm, BlackBerry screen, remember? I do. Research in Motion comes out with BlackBerry. So then Apple and fucking Android is like, oh shit, this is dope. You know, you got Jay-Z rapping about Blackberries and shit. What can we do? Right. Apple's like, all right, we're going to create this phone that's, you know, it's a that's your music player There's and no your... such. There's no buttons. There's no such thing. It's the iPod and it's a phone. Right. And then Android's like, you know what? We can take a computer and we can put it in your pocket, which essentially is the same thing Apple did, but... Um, Without all the it, functionality. It, it Yeah. It, it just... It did it. Without the way. open source functionalities. Right. Because Apple's very closed source. Closed, yeah. So, I, I guess that's true. Like, one culture becomes a cargo culture of another. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Now, with all of that aside, now let's let's move on to my last question here. Now, before I ask this question, I request that you guys be open-minded. You think about your answer before you react or you speak. And I want you to try and remove all of your current beliefs and religions just for this one. Just like remove it. Just well, take it out of the equation. Okay. Just take it completely out of there. All right. And I just want you to really think about that again before I ask this. Okay, you ready? Yes. What if Adam and Eve were actually colonizing vessels from another planet or world that they needed to land somewhere so they could rebuild life and start life elsewhere? Now, if we step back and think about when Adam and Eve were around, what implications did that advanced technology have on human life that 120,000 to 156,000 years ago. So is this the hype, like, when you say Adam and Eve, because I have to clear You're talking out. about the biblical Adam and Eve. Well, you already lost me on that one. Right, because you said take out your religion. That was saying take out yours, as I'm coming at you with this, because I wanted you just to really think about the so colonizing you have to throw vessels. out your atheism and have to think religiously about that right. thought. Because okay, I don't so believe the, Adam and Eve existed. Okay, let me rephrase but why not? that. But again, what if... That's a whole other podcast. No, it's, it's not. Podcast, um, I was thinking, though, if those colonizing vessels were sent here to restart life or to build life and to move on, maybe those biblical stories were that cargo... And they wrote these books with these stories and these mm. tales to pass that information on. These 15 tablets. These, 15 these 10, 10 commandments. <laughs> uh, so, okay. And maybe that's a bad question. For, no, it's, it's a good, it's a fair question. But for me to answer it, I have to step into a different realm of something that I... So... Um, I think it, it, I guess it makes sense in a, in a way, it's really hard for me to answer this question. <laughs> Why do you believe 
that Adam and Eve did not exist. <clears throat> I already told you why, my guy. This why? Is, were they just not the names of the time? Is that why? No, man. It's just... It's not... Th- this That's a whole other thing. Because we're all inbred, man. But it's not. Because if you're having a hard time explaining his question... Explaining your answer to his question, then you have to have believed that Adam and Eve are something... Not necessarily people. An X chromosome and a Y chromosome. <laughs> okay, so, well, that's that's actually... That's a pretty good thing. But no, I, I don't believe that there was an Adam and an Eve, right? Because that's obviously a biblical thought, right? Because what I believe is that but it's weird because in the biblical sense, Adam and Eve weren't like, I don't believe in that because I don't believe that a, a, a dude was just created and then a rib was taken out of that dude and created a chick. Like, I don't believe that. But what I do, That's... I mean, there's obviously a first guy who slept with a first chick that created the humanity path that we're on now. Their names obviously weren't Adam and Eve. It was probably and okay. Right. Right. Just so, gutter, like, gutter I, I, sound like, that but make. that is a product of, again, evolutionary biology, right? Because it's just the way that it. Right. Out. So why can't Adam and Eve be the, the germs, those single-celled organisms that bred into? Now, see, but you're going. Are you? Is this what Mike's? Evolutionary is that what biology. His, is that what he was actually saying? Or was he saying, like, legit, the first dude and the first chick? Yeah. Cause, no, I understand. No, man, I, because, like, if we share so much DNA, and if you look at a fucking chimpanzee, you're like, Banana dude, I'm looking, at a, yeah. I'm looking at a dude. Like, I'm looking at a chimp, and it's a fucking person who's just, like, super underdeveloped. Like, that's... Like, I can't look at apes and zoos. You guys are like looking, looking at, at it people. wrong. Yeah, then this is where it's a trick question. Okay, okay. I did well, that's use, why I couldn't answer I did the question use right Adam because and it's Eve, weird. But I said, what if they were actually colonizing vessels from outer space? Like the first two humans were from outer space. I see where you came from. That yeah, that's how I. No, they could be whatever. Maybe they were humanoid, and because of our evolution of so, being on this planet, this is what we have molded into. So Maybe we were German, aliens. Yeah. Maybe this whole thing was that aliens had landed here. Well, this is what I was... I mentioned now, this about 20 minutes ago about how I was going you, somewhere with evolutionary how, And biology. that's where it was a trick because you're thinking, jumping. That's why I said take religion out because as soon as you heard Adam and Eve, where did you go? Yeah, but you said Adam and Eve and Adam and Eve is like obviously yeah, a biblical thing. That's why thing. I it started it out with being open-minded, like taking yeah, out Yeah, but why not just say the first... Like... Because <laughs> I wanted you to see if you could actually do that. Take out that... But he's so out of it that he has to add it in. But it's a, it's an ironic question because everything you think of in certain contexts goes back to religious tie-in, right? Is that where you're going, motherfucker? Yeah, because when you talk how about, did we like, start? Where did we start? When did it start? The Big Bang. So, but my point is, what if we were those were colonizing vessels that landed, and I just. Gave them the names Adam and Eve. It why, could be Eddie and Steve. Steven's fucking with me. Steven's fucking with me is what he's trying to do. <laughs> why? So, right. So here is that technological advance. Aliens landed here. They started human life, right? Or humans landed here to continue human life. I don't know. Nobody knows. But 
What if Dude, that... this is so nuts that you're saying this because I mentioned about 25, 30 minutes ago when I started talking about cultural anthropology and how, like, I, and I was starting going down this biology pathway and I said, I have something to talk about biology and bring it back. And I didn't even fucking see this coming, but this is where I'm bringing it back. Because this shit, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm about to blow your fucking brains out again. Is this what you were going to tell me yet? No, no, no. The, I blew your brains out initially with the raining diamonds. Oh, yeah, but the other thing, which is what I was talking about with, uh, again, as I mentioned 25, 30 minutes ago about biology, where you bring it in, is that, did you know, so you have your cell, right, and the cell is composed of certain things. I don't know if you guys knew this, but mitochondria. Yes, the powerhouse of the cell <laughs> is actually um, it has like its own DNA. DNA isn't just found in the nucleus of the cell. You can also find uh, DNA, or um, I forget if it's specifically DNA or if it's like a type of RNA, but it's only in the mitochondria. And when you go back the pathway of evolutionary biology. Mitochondria was a single cell organism that a regular like animal cell like ours absorbed and it's almost it's on like a um uh, like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, exactly. That That's what it is. So mitochondria was its own single celled organism once upon a time. And the regular cell absorbed that organism mm -hmm. and it created <clears throat> rest right. of life as we know it. In a sense. So you're Did saying, you guys know that? So you're saying that Adam is the mitochondria <clears throat> and Eve is the regular is cell. The regular life cell. <laughs> and that, Did I just fucking blow your brain a little bit? <laughs> and that's where we got into the next genetic evolutions. In, uh, but it's, it's true though because a cell can't work as it works now without mitochondria. Right. It, it just can't. So you had... Two separate single-celled organisms, mitochondria and the rest, the remainder of just the regular animal cell, basically, in a sense, where they merge together. Because, like, plant cells, they don't have mitochondria. Or do right, they? no. They have, like, chloroblasts and shit like that. Yeah, and, yeah, cell walls. Right. Right. Yeah. Adam and Eve, motherfucker. Like, look that shit up. If you don't believe me, look it up. Might I'm not saying I don't believe you. Yeah, Why can't those be Adam and Eve? No matter how far back you go. That's what I was saying. Like, when that goes back to him to uh, religions, yeah, like, okay. it brings it full circle back into some crazy shit that he is getting at. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There you have it. Made full circle. Who's my, Adam and Eve? My shit will not be this well planned <laughs> but no my biggest thing is that I just wanted to bring some to the table that a lot of people know very little about myself included except for what the research I've done and seen but again I just wanted to be able to say hey like what if cargo cult is just the nature of life that we always want to strive we always want more what? and something gives us that idea every time to strive for more whether it is a dream a vision an outerworldly experience and another being it's just that advancedness of absorbing and taking that cargo which just happens to be technology and knowledge and just thrive and grow and become more and then just stabilize it and we keep doing these same actions by making things better because we want more technology to rain down on us 
Yeah, right. I mean, that's... So... It's actually a really good question and a really good topic because, like, you know, when you think about it, you know, I thought we were going to go... And, and we did go down pretty, pretty different pathways when we talked about it here, right? I mean, we, we kind of went down the rabbit hole a couple times. Um, which is good because that's like the kind of stuff that these questions should do for you. Like they should take you down this pathway, right? To where you're questioning things and you're thinking about things from a different angle that maybe you didn't think of before. Um, which is great. So I, you know, I was thinking like maybe just knowing, you know, who we are as a group, right? I was thinking maybe we're going to go a lot into the ancient aliens, which of course we did. But, you know, when we got toward the end of the conversation, it's more of like, you know, you don't even need ancient... Like, we don't even need fucking aliens to be a cargo cult of another culture on Earth, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, we don't even need that shit. Like, we, we're... It's just it's a cyclical process of being a cargo culture, as Mike was just saying, of an, a cargo cult of another culture or another group who is more, um, you know, technologically advanced, which... Is I, I mean, it's not a bad thing at the end of the day. Obviously, it's a good thing, right? Which is technology is dope, and it gets us to a specific place um, as a society, which is all, hopefully for the better. But, um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good fucking... I thought we were going to go down some alien rabbit holes, which we did. <laughs> I thought we were going to do a lot of ancient aliens, which is obviously still a possibility. But even if it's not a possibility, at the end of the day, it's us and... But it also rounded out as theological yeah philosophy right well that's the biggest thing I mean it's just you want the vastness of it you can go in different directions you can go down these rabbit holes and different pathways but again it's like that was the reason why I didn't want you guys having technology because I just wanted that deep mind thoughtfulness and I really wanted you just to dig deep to your core and just thrive on this thing that we lack lately because we are stuck up in our we'll call it our uh, cargo culture of technology, and that's why I wanted it taken away from you guys so you used those raw knowledge, that ability to fire the synaptic nerves and get that fucking engine up the revving and just use that ability to use your own mind without the help of technology. Well, I guess that actually... (sighs) It leads us almost to a question of like... And, and maybe this is something to talk about at another time, but, you know, who are we as a society if it's not, if you do take away the technology, you know? Like, or the... If the electrical grid is the completely cargo, shut The down. cargo that you take away, right? Like, I mean, who, like, who do we become? Like, who are we, right? Like... It's kind of an existential question, to be honest with you. It's kind of weird to think about. Because, like, dude, I can't go a certain amount of time without having some sort of technology or some sort of something that was brought upon from another external influence upon myself, right? Um, But everything in your life was brought on to you. Exactly, right. That's my point, like... Who are we without that, you know? Yeah. Like, take that shit away and you're... Who are you as a person? You are... You know? Or you, you as are a, the indigenous you know? peoples 
striving to get that next thing? Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird question. It's a good question. It's a, it's a great topic. Um, yeah. I like that, Mike. You're welcome. Solid. It's pretty good. So hopefully you guys, everybody takes something away from this that is useful for them. Yeah. So next week's my week? Next week, yeah. If you have a topic in mind already. Yeah, I'll work on it. <laughs> okay, so do we want... Yeah, next week will be Steven. And if you want to take something that we learned this week and build upon it, absolutely do that. If you want to just do a complete 180 and just fucking talk about water Check for an hour, <clears throat> you could talk about water for an hour. And then, uh, and then we'll yeah. go from there. Cool.